Hey everybody, this is Martin from the Goose.ie. Oh, that's not the name of the podcast. <laughs> hey everybody, this is Marty from the Goose Podcast. Today we're going to be talking with Rob from the Dublin Smartphone Film Festival about quite a diverse amount of things. What, what? <laughs> That's Rob. So yeah, we're going to be talking about all things uh, TikTok, uh, talk about a little bit of creativity and smartphone filmmaking, all that kind of good stuff, and we'll probably get into some, well I say probably I know because this is a post-recording of the old podcast, so I know we're going to get into some crazy shit later on too. Flat Earth, watch out. <laughs> Are you threatening the Flat Earth? <laughs> Usually we probably have a kind of a, a list of things we're going to talk about, but this is really going to be a kind of a shooting the breeze podcast. Uh, so yeah, hey Rob. Shooting the breeze is code for haven't thought through anything. <laughs> really, like the worst filmmakers, we found a really good location and we're like, we got to do something in here. And we're just making up the stories we go along. Things are going well, Martin. Things are going well. Do you want to tell everyone where we are? Yeah, so we're in uh, Ballyfermot, which is not like, I guess, the first thing that would come to mind when you're thinking about recording a tech podcast. But like the Ballyfermot Library has this amazing new studio um they've got two studios actually where you can record video audio music anything at all like it's a, there's an amazing amount of uh tech in this room um i don't want to advertise this as if come and come and get it <laughs> yeah i mean it's not like ballyferma college has sponsored us or ballyferma <laughs> library has sponsored us I yeah but like the, the, i think the, the crazy thing about this place is that you know it's just a all you need to be is a library member and like just this morning i'd registered for like a a temporary library pass just to go through the induction day with the, the Ballyfermot Library to get the... Did you do that this morning, the induction? No, I did it about uh, two weeks ago. Oh, okay, cool, yeah, yeah. Um, and then this morning I signed up, brought in a proof of proof of address and a driver's license and got. I'm, I'm now a, a library member again. I, I should actually... Finally, it's cool to I be in the library I should pull out my library card. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can show it. It's obviously, you won't be able to hear it on the podcast, but I can... I know, a nice visual for an go. audio visual podcast. On, yeah, yeah, well, we are recording this, but we'll get into how we're doing yeah. that in a moment. Um... No, it is, it is a class setup and it's unbelievable. So when you do the half hour induction, did they basically tell you not to steal stuff or how does it work? Did they sh- did <laughs> it, it very much is an honor system. <laughs> yeah, it seems really like yeah. that because the equipment in here, we're looking at like a couple of uh, uh, pretty quality mics, some deadly lights. They had a, a Blackmagic cinema camera that was just sitting around idle like chumps, which I then <laughs> took. So uh, I would have taken if I would use cameras anymore. But um, the irony being is we took the camera down and replaced it with my phone so we could record this using uh, Filmic Pro's double take, which I'm sure we'll get into in a bit. But no, it's an incredible setup. Um, and it's it also has a weird kind of movies, uh, bad guys kind of layer thing to it. It feels <laughs> it like does. we're in a, a shipping container on a cargo ship um, with the way the lighting is. Yeah, it's the lights. Side. It's, it's yeah. th- These lights look like I'm in, I could tie you to a chair and interrogate you <laughs> and cut yeah. off your finger or something There's, there's like interrogation slash uh, human trafficking vibe <laughs> to the wall and the lighting in here all the um, while having incredible audio values and yes. qualities <laughs> as you, yeah as you said sound comes in but does not go out yeah. <laughs> which is it's got it all which is perfect oh someone's locking the door oh <laughs> China you say <laughs> not coming back you say um, yeah no so it's an incredible incredible room but uh, no thanks so much for having me on what we've established as a co-branded podcast but which we'll get to that later on yeah. but uh, it's just really to shoot the breeze about tech 
tech and I do have um, some musings and opinions on latest tech. We were talking earlier on and I wanted to do a TikTok video after this. So I figure we should talk a little about TikTok because it's something that I've recently, uh, hopefully there's no young listeners gone from six to midnight on uh, <laughs> when I actually finally opened it up. Uh, what's your kind of experiences with TikTok so far? Uh, so TikTok's a really funny platform. Um, like there's about 90,000 90, Irish users at the minute. Um and I think the thing I find really unusual about it is that those 90,000 users are clearly between the ages of 13 and 16, yeah. um, or at least 89,000 of them are. And there, there are like tech people like ourselves who are like, oh, well, this is a new platform. We're content creators. We should take advantage of this thing and get in. But it does, like for me, it really feels like I'm that old guy trying to be cool with the kids because the platform feels so young. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's, it's just that the first thing I've noticed about it is that it's, it's such a young person's platform. Uh, it's the first time I felt really old, actually. Probably has... No, man, you don't look old. I was going to say, probably as a stunted man-child, the minute I started using it, I was like, I absolutely love this. Uh, I don't... I For me, I don't think it's... I used it... Right. I started using it a couple of weeks back, and I used it for about 20 minutes, and then I went back on Instagram, and I was like, my God, Instagram's boring. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Because in, in, I hate... Like, boomerangs, right, for an example, as boomerangs on Instagram, right? Boomerangs, I think, are horrible because they remind me of animatronic robots. At, yeah. You know, like, they're just really like, you have slow movements and they're <laughs> repetitive. It reminds me of, uh, what's that that theme park thing? It's a small world after all or something in Disneyland oh, with yeah, all the animatronic yeah. people. <laughs> That's what I feel like when people use boomerangs. You know what I mean? They're all like slow head movements, stuff like that. So I went on TikTok because like you, I was like, oh my God, this is another platform I have to pick up, another thing I have to use. And, and I was like, I should, and everyone kept saying, yeah, obviously people in my demographic kept saying, isn't that just some karaoke thing that you use? Yeah, and then yeah. I was like, do you know what? I sat down one day and I was like, I got to go on this. I got to figure out how to use it. I want to use it. So I went on it and within 10 minutes, I was like, I completely see the value in this. It's yeah. like Vine meets Instagram stories. Yeah, yeah. But it's pure. What I love about it, right, is it's pure content creation. Instagram seems cultivated. It seems designed. And I know there's a huge amount of editing with TikTok, but it's fun. Every it's kind of people's random crap that is cut together into things, and it's very much like the way Vine used to be. And Vine was one of the most amazing things, a for pure content creation because it allowed you to, it allowed people, simple people to your uh, understand story uh, setup in seven seconds. So whatever you were able to get a start, middle, and end in seven seconds. And now you've got TikTok, which is essentially that, but kind of blown up. Um, and I think it's just a kind of a fun place to create and that's what I got into is that and it's also a license to do random shit yeah like it's not like this kind of structured kind of yeah thing you can just do random stuff that really ties into your sense of humor and one of the things that I the reason I'm getting into is because I'm, I'm I teach a lot of businesses and I kind of want to don't want to be on the back foot later down the line when yeah. businesses are like wiping the sleep out of their eyes going we should be on TikTok <laughs> yeah. because I think you should be because I think if you're trying to sell I think if you're trying to sell your business or your brand, something like TikTok, and especially if, I'll give you this, especially if you're someone who doesn't like being on camera or someone who doesn't like kind of the whole structured thing about camera, you could use a TikTok account and you could just do whatever you want and mm -hmm. cut it to music. And sure, it mightn't be funny, maybe a thing, but it'll be pure creation that you did yourself. Yeah. And then you can come up with ideas and you can take stories, but there's just something about it that is fun. It's like a wild west of just randomness. Um, and it's so much more than a karaoke app. Um, yeah, and I think kind of back to what you're saying there as well, like I've created maybe six, seven videos on it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what I've noticed is when something isn't funny or it's poor quality or that, it doesn't get negative sentiments or anything like that. It, there's none of that. There, it's you just, either like it or you ignore yeah, it. Yeah, but when you do like a, a funny one, like I did one of Kanye West's at the Sunday service singing uh, Come Out You Black I saw and Tans. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like that's got like a thousand likes or views or I can't remember what which of the metrics it is that yeah. I was looking at. But like, and you compare that to another video I did where I literally I was playing with one of the filters and didn't know what I was doing, which just died. Because it wasn't funny, it wasn't unique. But like yeah. this content that is slightly more unique, it just gets picked up and people engage with it. That's but the thing, that's the other thing. The traction that you get on random videos, mm. the exposure that you get. Like you're you're on Instagram and you're working fuck, double time to try and get people to like your stuff. Mm. And you could do something on TikTok and at the moment, the exposure it gets. Like you could do a simple, I did a simple video and within an hour and a half or something, it had like 800 people that viewed it. Now, who liked it, I don't know. But the point was, is that it's just, it feels, even though it's a, it's a, it's an anal- amalgamation of everything that exists plus older stuff, it feels fresh and new. Mm. And if you want to create content and have fun making video, TikTok to me seems like the way to do it. And now like we're using Double Take, which we'll get into a little bit, but I could see the, the benefits of using this app with TikTok to be able to do kind of funny split screens yeah. and singing and stuff like that. So I think that there's a, uh, I think it's going to be class. And I think Instagram already is stale to me. I like the stories aspects of Instagram and I try, I'm not very successful, but I try really hard to, to use my knowledge and skills with other apps to try and edit in GIFs, to try and make my stories funny because I'm conscious that in the 8.5 seconds that you have for people's attention spans, it's very hard to get people to engage in anything anymore, which is a shame. Um, so I'm trying my best, but it's a lot of work. And in TikTok seems designed for a person like me to have that all built into it already. I don't have to go off and mm. save videos and put them into different apps and edit I them. Think they even have like a green screen filter or something where it uses like smart tech to kind of pull out the outline of your body and, and put you the into different backgrounds. You don't even need an actual green screen. Like it's I know, like I'm sitting in front of a green screen right now and I oh, I teach people how to use green screen because using like apps like uh, KineMaster, so it's really easy to do. But literally every time they make something like, oh, now you can green screen on your phone, but you still need a physical thing and you still need this and you yeah. still need good lighting. Then somebody comes in and says, you know, here you can do it in phone. There's also an app, a bunch of apps can do it now. as an app, as a... Have you ever heard an app called Big View? No. Big View is a is a um a uh, what the what's the word I'm looking for? It's a teleprompter app. Oh, cool. Um, but now it's expensive, and the desktop application of it, it there's some problems with it. It relies you to use their desktop application app desktop version a little too much, and the desktop version is very slow. Yeah. But the uh, the they have it all built in to it, so you basically record your video with your um your teleprompter it's all there it turns into subtitles you have your background you can change it into whatever you want it's all built into the app yeah um and then you control your logo on it and by the end of this process from start to finish you're supposed to have a you know you can have a fake newsroom with all that done and it's all done for you uh but i would argue that that app is necessarily not there i'm sure there's other ones that do but yeah but i, I kind of like the idea though because uh even just from recording videos myself i've always felt god i wish i actually had a teleprompter like actually doing some work. I know at some point people might, it ruins the naturalness of it all. But even just to have the the, the tracks done out as well means that the subtitles happen automatically because that's one of the biggest pains of making videos is captions. Yeah. But if you want to get discovered on YouTube or on that, like you've got to put the captions in so YouTube can fully understand what your video is about and it makes you more searchable. Um, yeah, like I'm only this morning, I was talking about this on a, on a previous uh, podcast about the frustrations that come with captions yeah. and subtitles. So captions on YouTube, 
is relatively straightforward. But a, not, a lot of people don't bother to go in and actually... There's all, it auto-generates captions yeah, and they're, they're not... Right? A lot of people don't bother going and fix it. And that's literally what I was doing this morning was uploading videos into YouTube to create... No, I was editing all the captions and then they spit you back out an SRT file, yeah, which I yeah. will then use for somebody else to do subtitles and on actually the, the YouTube Pro. interface for like typing where it pauses the video and then you're when you stop typing the video starts playing again that's how, how you, like, you actually generate the the, the, the files like it, it's actually quite good it's probably the best way I've come across of uh, it's the best system I've found that where the video stops as you're typing and kind of starts again and it makes we, it nice and easy we were talking about subtitles being a pain and like you can like subtitles we were like like it's so it's such a, it's weird because I was saying <laughs> I can load this conversation in and I can spit me back out a file using an app on iOS called Mixed Caption, um, and it'll spit me back out a relatively perfect ex- dialogue exchange, and then I can go in and clean it up, and that'll take me about five ten minutes. Yeah. This is a longer conversation, so it might take a little bit longer. Premiere Pro, no, you can copy and paste in the captions from an SRT file in YouTube, but what happens is is it. I don't know why it works this way, but the, on YouTube, the captions are okay. You know the way they move up and down? Yeah, yeah. But on Premiere Pro, it, it just looks weird. Uh, they move too quick. So you inevitably have to copy and paste line by line yeah, yeah. into your thing, which is nonsense in this day and age. Uh, so it takes days to subtitle stuff, unless you, to embed subtitles on a video, unless yeah. you're paying a third-party person to do it, who I would imagine does the exact same thing they just do it for you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Or... You uh, you use the SRT file on YouTube yeah. and you upload it, but it's painful, painful. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's why I do tend to do ninety percent of the stuff I do is on my phone. Yeah. Like uh, you were saying about captions stuff like that. Like I'm a firm believer, and I don't even know what traction is. I'm a firm believer that you need to uh, subtitle. I subtitle my Instagram stories. Yeah. Um, because again, it's down to attention span. I don't see a lot of people subtitling their Instagram stories, which is the other reason I do it. Yeah, but there, there's a lot of, like, so there's attention span. I totally get that. There's the people who are, let's be fair, let's face it, they're sitting on the toilet and they don't want to turn up the audio. Like, <laughs> Guilty. That, that, that's the big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then there is the other side of it, which is like the accessibility factors. It's people who, who need subtitles. It's people who, like, that's why a lot of things like YouTube and a lot of algorithms like YouTube are actually, they'll promote videos more that have subtitles because they're more accessible, they can understand them better, but they also know there's a wider audience that can actually digest them. So um, there's that whole other side of it as well. But a lot of people don't, what I find is a lot of people don't bother to, like if you're an established, like to use Instagram stories as an example, right? If you're an established person, like a persona, and you don't, people generally tend to want to click on your videos to hear what you have to say. Mm. But if you not, people will just fly through it. Yeah, and yeah. you're just kind of talking into the nothingness and oftentimes I scroll through it and I see people and I go and it's 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 the same cut over and over and over again every 15 seconds and you're like I don't I'm not listening to you do you know what I mean yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 it requires an extra step for me to click that button to have to, to, to hear what you want to, to have you sorry to, to hear what you are saying and oftentimes I'm that's an extra second or half a second or millisecond of thought that I don't want to give it yeah. So I subtitle all my stories. It takes me a little bit longer. That's why I don't appear in front of camera as often as I'd like because it's a lot of work for me yeah. to do it. Um, does it work? Do I have traction? Probably not. But I've these kind of militant rules with myself where I said, I, I, I have to do this. Um, yeah. I also started using a timer bar was something I did for a while where I would add in, I'd go into KineMaster and I'd add a timer that ran like like Lad Bible. Yeah, around I've seen the edge of your cool. story. 
to give people so that people would be like, oh, you know what? How much, how how much, much time I have I left? Have how give? much time yeah. I left? But now apps like Mojo on iOS will have them built into it. Yeah. So you can load your story and it'll have a timer that goes with it. So that's perfect. But that's stuff like that, all these, it's like, you know, jangling keys over a baby. You're like, I gotta keep making attention. Gotta have attention. <laughs> yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? And it's just bizarre the, the level you have to go through. But that said, if you want to get noticed, you kind of have to do something Yeah, well, different. whoever puts the work in is going to get the... Exactly. Like, I remember listening to yourself and Carl talking, um, like, on how... It, so, in your own podcast, when you spoke with Carl, like, that was an episode of a podcast that I listened to with great intent, um, because, like, hearing him talk about his cuts and stuff, like, I, I see that even in your work on, on the Dublin Smartphone Film Festival um, Instagram page. Like, it's really nice to actually watch a, an Instagram story where you're not just depending on that... Instagram cut off for every clip you're yeah. actually like you're you're putting three of your own little cuts into that little window yeah, that you that, had like that's attention that's yeah. all down to attention like I well, it works with me I can tell you that yeah but see, that's, <laughs> so I, I would like one of the things I developed uh, was I I, I I download GIFs so I'd rec- how I would do it is I'd record something and then I'd go back and I'd listen to it and I'd say okay where can I drop GIFs into on yeah, top yeah. of this video to punctuate what I'm saying so I would do that the only problem was the GIFs were of lower quality so there'd be a thing. So then I started adding them in as little boxes that just pop up and disappear. And I'm just playing around with styles and format. But that's like, that was a funny, the conversation I had with Carl was one of those things where I, we spend an awful lot of time perfecting disposable content. Like I'm spending 40 minutes putting together an Instagram story that will inevitably be lost in 12 hours and I might not have the traction yeah. it deserves. But then it's also this weird cycle where if I don't do it, what's the point in doing it all at all? Do you know what I mean? If I'm just going to do what everyone else is doing or if I'm just going to do, like I know what works on me and what doesn't. And mm. when I'm going through Instagram, I say none of that works on me. So I'll do something that I think will work on me. And that's the effort you put in. But I suppose, you know what I mean? If you're trying to post every day and you're trying to post a story, and I think that's what a lot of people forget is that it's a story and it should have a start, a middle and an end. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's, 20 seconds long even if it's 15 seconds long and a lot of times you'll have like it'll cut to somebody at a band you'll be at a gig and it'll just be like shot of someone on a stage yeah, and you have yeah. no disconnect but if it says if it's you going to the gig it's you having a pint at the gig it's you a shot of the gig and then it's you on the bus on the way home yeah, yeah. that's a story exactly you know I mean? and that's you know that's engagement and what I really love to do and I, I do it on my personal account is I love taking those so when I was in holidays, I'd, I'd record random crap for four seconds, twice, it, like I'd do it. And every day, halfway through the day, if I was having a pint, I'd take the first section and I'd edit it into tiny snippets. And you'd get like a vignette of what my day was like for yeah. the first half of the day. And I might be swimming underwater, I'm not. And I love that style. And actually, I saw somebody on Instagram do it the other day and it was really good because they did something I didn't do. They simply put in a caption that almost told you the ending. She was like, on my way back to the surprise my boyfriend for his first gig or whatever right and then it's just random snippets of footage on a plane on a whatever but I invested till the end because you want there to was a the payoff yeah. and that's something I didn't think of when I was doing because I was thinking of a kind of an arty type thing or we'll just have random images with no context and now I realise having an ending or having or setting up where it's going will yeah. keep me engaged right till the end so that's something I'm probably going to start doing a lot more of now when you mentioned that how content on Instagram is kind of destructive like it self-destructs after 24 hours yeah it actually the whole scenario they reminded me of Billy Connolly who'd be telling a joke and he goes off on an hour-long rant about lots of these different jokes but then at the end of it he comes back and ties it all neatly back into what he started 60 minutes ago which was talking about the self-destructibility of Instagram content and maybe TikTok is kind of like the alternative to that so that's how we loop it right back but in I, and but back yeah to TikTok. TikTok is maybe the alternative <laughs> but also 
you know, as you saw with Vine, people figured out relatively quickly. Vine started off kind of weird and then people re- figured out relatively quickly, okay, I've got seven seconds. Mm. I can actually tell a story in here. And even though it might be madness and it might be whatever, it, it would be a, sev- a story. That they Irish have a start, period, middle the, and the end. Fucking Egypt, they were brilliant at it. Like the, I, the, they went I'm not viral. familiar. Who were, the, who were they? So Treacle Kenny lads, they went, yeah. they went viral a couple of times. Uh, I think they're mental health nurses or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, but their, their content was just comedy. It was pure comedy. Um, they had like this one sec- seven second clip where they jump into a car um, and they have balloons and, and one of the lads goes, they're not helium balloons, are they? And then it cuts to a picture of a car floating off into yeah. the air. Um, so like they created this really short little silly story, but like they went viral so many times on Vine. Like they've created three massive comedy personas for themselves purely based on Vine. Um, and they've kind of, they've adjusted now. They go to different platforms to do different kind of formats. But uh, one of the guys, uh, Shannon Byrne, Shannon Byrne. Yeah. Never said his name out loud before. Nice. Um, he uh, he's on TikTok, Instagram, all these creating lots of different content and and um, it, and and it's like that's and I'd imagine like you watch some of that stuff and you think oh they just made that up on the spot but I would imagine they've sat down and they've thought of course, these things yeah. true and they've planned it out. Do you know what I mean? So no matter what platform you're on or no matter what you're doing, if you're planning in advance. And you, uh, listen, if you're running a business and you're marketing, you should be planning in advance, yeah. whatever. You should be coming up with ideas and you should have a, a a structure about where you're placing things. But when it comes down to actually story construction, I would generally tend to, and I'm less and less likely, I'm less and less likely to just post random stuff now. Mm. Um, and if I do, I generally try to construct a story around it. I also save clips and post them days later. Um, so I, I, I hoard content. How don't you forget about it? I, I do that the whole time. I create content and then it's like, oh, I forgot about it. No, so I'm constantly <laughs> shooting. I constantly create video or shoot video regardless of whether. So maybe I don't need it. So if I see something, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it and mm. I'll stockpile it and then eventually I'll use it. But like I did a thing where I, I, I went out to an under 16s winner of the festival and I recorded some stuff. It wasn't a very engaging video, but I recorded it and I kept it for a couple of days and then I did it because I was like, I'll just keep it. And I might be able to edit it. I might do something with it. And sometimes yeah. I don't care about it. And sometimes I'll just load it. But there's a real desire to be like, I got to post it right now. And I would rather keep it and try and craft a story out of it. Yeah. Like even here, right? This trip here, I was saying to you, I recorded footage in the car. I recorded some map footage because I was bored. I recorded on double take running up to the library, photo of the library. Now I'm, to me, I'm coming in here. I'm missing elements. Yeah. So I'll probably go into the car on the way home. And spoilers, I'll probably record something <laughs> and pretend I'm that I'm on the I'm, way to the library. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and maybe that's sad, and maybe it's not. But I, I, I at my, at, you know, originally I was a filmmaker, so hmm. I generally try to think in that format. Um, and I think, what's the point unless you're trying to tell a story? And listen, my things aren't that engaging. When we were saying we we're talking to Carl Mullen, like his stuff is great. He's at a level that I would would love to be at, but don't have the patience or yeah. to, to, to go out and kind of structure it that way and I have my, my phone is littered with abandoned vlogs which are a similar editing style but I just start something and then yeah. I move on like a dog chasing cars do you know what I mean and I'd love to actually sit down and one of the things I said this year I would do is create is to make a is to make a documentary a short documentary because I've been doing the festival for so long and I've been doing a lot of corporate stuff that I'm so far removed from the creative process yeah and i would love to actually make something and i would love to make i'd love to make a movie like but i i know me unless you handed me a script i actually was it's funny i was looking the other day at uh stuff in the public domain 
because I was like, you know what, I can't come up with a story off the top of my head, but maybe I can adapt something that exists in the public domain. Something from ages ago. I, I thought of like doing something like a, a, a modern version of, of, of Hansel and Gretel or something cool, shot yeah. on a phone, you know, but like it's all done through phones and whatever. But do you know, something along those lines. So I am scratching at something. I just have to figure it out. But this year I said I'd at the very least do a documentary. I just need to come up with a, a worthwhile topic. Yeah. But um, how do you find the whole creative process for you using the Goosed and... Uh, yeah, it's tough. Like I, I keep on, I keep on buying stuff. Um, yeah, and, I keep and, on, I and telling a, yourself that this is it. This is the key. This is the, this is the magic thing that's going to make all the videos for me. I, I remember, just sorry to interrupt you. I remember someone told me a very funny story about Russell Brand. Or Russell Brand had a quote where he, where he was looking in a shop window. I'm probably just ad living a little. He was looking in a shop window and he was looking at these knee high red uh, uh, cowboy boots. Yeah, and he was like, "That's it." They're the boots. If I buy them, I'll finally be happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that, that's kind of, yeah, that sums it up for me. Like it's, I guess like I bought a GoPro like last year and I was like, oh, this is it. Like this is, I'm going to make loads of video now because I've got a GoPro. Yeah. And that's actually sitting in a bag. Like you think that's 500 euros worth of tech that's just sitting in a bag. Could you ever use it? I use it the odd time. I used to use it a lot on my scooter, um, but that yeah. was mainly a safety thing. <laughs> it was yeah, fair enough. I, that's why I had mine for cycling as <laughs> yeah. well. Like, um, do you use your drone? You do use your drone though. Yeah, I, I use my drone whenever I can. Like, so I've only gone out a few times with it because it's it's the the Mavic Mini. It's amazing. Like, it's it's the base model is like three hundred euros, and the model I got is like four hundred euros because it comes with extra batteries or mm-hmm. five hundred. No, it's five hundred euros. Sorry, it comes with extra batteries and stuff like that. Um, but like, if it's a little bit windy, it it, it can get quite scary because the the drone doesn't have enough power to get back to you. Yeah. Um. So you have to be kind of. It needs to be quite still out. But in terms of like talk about breaking down barriers to adoption like it's like drones up until like a couple of years ago were like two three thousand euros then they came down to like 1500 euros and now like when i as soon as i saw the price i was like credit cards out um, yeah i would because i would be the same i would really want to buy one because i i have crappy ones do you know what i mean but i was waiting i really want to buy one i really love that small one you know the tiny one that mm. there's one that kind of follows you places and stuff like that that's yeah tiny yeah. something like that i would love um but like you're saying there with Windy Day, like, do you know what I mean? Uh, and we were saying before on a different episode that you're, uh, you're, you see all this incredible footage over the cliffs of Moher and you're like, I'm brilliant. Now I have a drone, I'm going to do that. And then in actual fact, weather dependent, yeah. you don't get around to doing it. Or even, I've seen lots of drone footage. And the first thing is, as soon as you see drone footage of somewhere, you're like, oh, well, it already exists. So I don't need to go do that. But then you see some people flying out over water and stuff like that. And you get there and it's like, right, let's do it. And then you're like, it's only 500 euros, but I still don't want to fly that 500 exactly. euros out yeah, over yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bye. Uh, it's yeah, like yeah. I've only flown it like maybe seven or eight times because like you, you do need to, to go somewhere. Like the first time I got it, I, I flew it in the apartment and my girlfriend was not happy Yeah, <laughs> because we she act- was in bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's waking <laughs> She's up and like being attacked lying by Lying in bed and I hear this like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I, we did a music video once uh, a couple of years ago, and we flew one in the downstairs of what is used to be film base, you know, yeah. that thing, and we flew it in there, and that was kind of cool for behind the scenes of a music video because it was coming towards the artist, and he was all lit up with lights and things like that. Yeah. But even then, there was sensors to tell you that it was too close to the roof and that you couldn't, and it was all over the place. But I mean, you're right. Like you look at drone footage, you're like, it's awesome, and then you're like, my drone footage is the same, and I suppose it's that desire to always do something unique with it yeah um, it is like you, you'll, you'll find people follow you on instagram because oh he's got a drone and they'll want to see what you're doing with it like they'll they'll like it's a unique kind of draw but then you have to create the content for those people to keep them happy which is yeah which is this um, weird feed the masses kind yeah, of thing. yeah, like, yeah they're yeah. insatiable as um, well you'll like, never be I, happy i bought it because it's small and it fits in my carry-on so i can actually bring it anywhere um well it's like everything else there's a lot of laws need to be ironed out and stuff like that because still people feel but like i was flying it one day 
and like the the DJI handset was like, yeah, you're completely fly, f- fine to fly here. Work away. As I could see a plane landing in the distance. And I was so like, actually, I, d- I didn't know how that works. Cause I was going to ask you that about kind of licensing and stuff like that. The dr- the actual, because t- I haven't used one in a while. They'll actually tell you now whether can whether it's okay to fly, like in terms of yeah air traffic or in terms yeah, of... Yeah, so it'll, it'll tell you this what kind of zones you're in and what like restrictions there are. But I, I really don't think like the Irish Aviation Authority and DGI have had a really good conversation about this. Yeah. Because like where I was flying one day, DGI was telling me it's completely fine. But when I was looking around, I was like, oh, this really doesn't feel like somewhere I should be going above 120 meters or above 15 meters. And um, so, like, there's even there's a lot of confusion because this drone is it's like below 100 and, or is it 249 grams it weighs. And the reason is because in the US, anything that's above 250 grams has to be registered with the FAA. That's what I was going to say. You don't need a license to fly it if it's below that weight. So in Ireland, the laws are different, unfortunately. It's any, anything, anything, yeah, naturally. Anything below a kilogram. Uh, needs to be registered regardless or you can't f- fly above 15 meters um, uh, yeah so so I'm registered I'm waiting to get my sticker how long does it you have to do a test training you just have to register no you just have to register it costs a fiver that's it yeah wow there really a loophole there <laughs> only a fiver they'll fiver. let you fly a drone around but they won't let you go on a scooter Egg. oh don't get me started because I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know because I was like don't mention the scooter thing because you, you posted an article recently about the scooter and just talking about video and your man who had the thing on his head yeah, with yeah. the two guards which I thought was hilarious because he had it whipped out the answer in his pocket and the two guards were like alright fair uh, enough off you go <laughs> yeah, off you go yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah no I won't go down the scooter route with you but um, Manny's a podcast I've ruined with scooters yeah yeah <laughs> scooter no I was talking about the German band and you're like well it's too late you're going down this rabbit hole talking about it but um, no I like for for me I'm just lazy for me with anything any anything that removes steps for me like if I could record or maybe you can if I could put my phone inside a drone and have the drone fly around and then take it out, take my phone out and the footage is all on my phone, I can just edit it there yeah. and then I'm happy days. But like but we said earlier, the, the drone, the problem with the drone is it's still, it's another thing that has to be planned for. It's another shot that you have to think about. It's, it, it's, it's not a natural part of just whip your phone out and make a, make a story. It's, it's a very, I think the other side of it is because you've spent money on it, you're like, all right, how do I fit the drone in here? Into, yeah, and you've got to try and, and fit it into your... Yeah, and, yeah there and, might not be anything there. Like, But you do... The only thing I did notice with it already, though, is you get quite creative in terms of how you use the drone. Like, So there was one shot I did when I was up in the Sally Gap um, where I like flew the drone straight over my head. And I had to... Basically, I just went back and forth a few times just to get the perfect height. And then it just whizzed right over my head. And I got a really cool shot. Huh. And, but then I realized it looked a bit shit. Um... And then I just reversed the video. And I was like, oh, there we go. That's what ah, I was trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you do get creative with new kind of ways so of taking shots. you fix shots it in post is what you're saying. It, yeah. And it's got lots of stuff built into it as well. Like it does these like rocket shots and uh, like where... Is that where just rocket It just basically rockets straight up or there's a droney. That's a new thing. Um, where it, it's, uh, it starts off here. Uh, sorry, it starts off in front of your face and basically goes up at a 45 degree angle up to 30 meters away or whatever and kind of shoots away and... Um, so that's a new thing, dronies. You heard it here first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, now smash that subscribe button for more dronies. Um, more drony action. One thing I, the one, oh, just when you say about planning, the one thing I love and absolutely is a, 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 the Insta360. I think there's a new one coming yeah. out. And the one reason I love it is because you don't have to plan. Exactly, yeah. It shoots everything all the time. And then in the edit, you can create the video that you want. Yeah, it gives you unique shots and transitions. And, and you everything. can speed it up and slow it down. Yeah. And it, you, 
and and the reason I got, I got I used one for a while and I loved it and I'm gonna get one. I was told to hold off because there's another one coming now, um, which is like the Insta I don't XO or something like that. Um, and I was told to wait for that one, but it's amazing, especially if you're because I'd be guilty of forgetting to shoot content. Yeah. Or when I'm doing something, so when I have classes and workshops and stuff like that, if I bring that with me, it's just for con constantly recording everything everywhere. And what's great about it is is that you create that. Yeah, you don't have to think about how it's going the type of shot you're getting in shot it's in the edit is when you yeah mold it um and it's just incredible and it's just so handy and so fun to edit because you can there's different options you can do but one of the editing things is you literally i move around the room what you're watching back the video and I'm, you don't have to move but i like to so you're watching back the video and you're holding the button and as you look up you're telling it, okay, I want you, when you play back, I want you to look there. Yeah. Has he looked down? Has he looked here? And you can literally walk through your video again and decide where you want the edit yeah. points to be. And I think that is, and it's easy and fun and you can get a really good video in like And like, for, for me, I think, like just, it's funny we were talking about TikTok because I think what's happening now is that TikTok is actually making people more creative. It's, it's almost like a handheld creative process. And I think what's going to happen is, because like if you, like you're talking there about the, the, the storytelling and stuff like that, you'll see the stupidest videos on TikTok because I think the, the, the country's biggest, it's biggest in is, is India right now. And you see a lot of these random short stories being told by Indian creators. Yeah. And they're really silly ones. Like it's like a, a man and a woman walk along hand in hand and another man walks by and she passes her phone to him and he texts her or something. Brilliant. It's the most random story. And I can only assume it makes a lot of sense in whatever in its yeah. own in its own country. Yeah. That it's it's a, some piss take of a really bad I don't know Indian show or something like that. But what what is happening on TikTok is the creative process is kind of it's hand holding people and it's it's like showing them that look there's this is the start beginning or the, the beginning middle and end of a story and they don't even realize that they're learning about filmmaking. And yeah. what's going to happen long term is that okay this is where they've learned how to do filmmaking and that's where they changed their attitude towards the likes of the Instax 360 stuff where or Insta 360 stuff where it's no longer like they're, they're looking at it going why would I ever buy this? Why, when would I ever use it? But as soon as they've got that basis of how to make a film and a story like yeah. oh I need this in my, my toolkit. Now I can understand it and I'd be the same with all technology and you're saying with drone if I, I, I only tend to buy things where I think I can, I used to buy everything. Yeah. I only tend to buy things now where I, where, where there's a gap. Yeah. So, and, and it's a pretty logical gap. Like, like I was using, I was shooting interviews and I was using, uh, lav mics, just standard lav mics. Right. But I got a new phone and for some reason they wouldn't connect or something was wrong. I was using a, a, a lightning jacket adapter or a type C USB adapter and I, I couldn't get it to fit. And I was like, all right, well the cables are annoying me. So I was like, I'll go out and I'll buy a, uh, a Rode SmartLav with the you know the wireless one. Yeah, I was like, this is great. Did that. That was fine. And then I was like, God, but I'd love to be able to record dual audio at once. Do you know what I mean? And then I used it for the first time the other day, and I haven't got it yet. Which is I, I cannot remember the name of the brand. It's like a Sardonic. I can't remember what it is. But basically, it's a it it's two uh, wireless receivers. And it runs into your phone here yeah. as an adapter and you can record seamless audio oh, nice. wirelessly. So it's great for like podcasts when you're out. It's so easy to use. You literally just turn on two buttons. You hold this, I hold that. It come, comes with mics with it if you want. You can plug a mic yeah. in and it runs up here and it's just seamless. And we did a test of range on it. It was unbelievable to get crystal clear audio from like the other side of the room way further down. You know what I mean? So, uh, Straight away, I was like, oh, okay, now I need that. But I can see the progression. Then I'll be like, God, I'd love to be able to get a group yeah. of people talking. Like I wanted to do, for the festival the other day, I wanted to get, I had a bunch of filmmakers who came in for it. I was like, wouldn't it be great to get a group podcast going? But 
I found myself in the scenario where I can either leave my phone on the ground and set up my mic, my one mic, and capture the sound. Mm. And then I started trying to source microphones I could plug into a Zoom H6. And then I was like, oh, straight away. I was like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> it's too, too much, much effort. <laughs> yeah, it's too much effort. I, I, I've given it more thought than I wanted to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So uh, it's about whatever makes life easier for you. Now, I have a bag full of tricks there and half of them I don't use. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I need to do that. And maybe I'm just not creating enough content for... Like, well, I, I use that dolly. You have that little dolly, you know? Yeah, it's thing. in my bag. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I'd use that all the time. Yeah. I love it. Now, I'm after losing two of the rubber wheels on it, which is a pain in the earth, but... I'll be checking mine for rubber yeah, wheels. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're in the newer one, but I might just buy another one. Every time I take that out of, sure, remember we did that Tesla thing. Yeah, yeah. And I took that out on the floor, and everyone's like, "What is that?" And I was like, "You're yeah. standing next to two Teslas. <laughs> yeah. Why it's do like you care about three hundred and fifty thousand euros worth of Teslas over yeah. there? Why are you looking at a thirty euro dolly? Yeah, thirty euro dolly Tonka toy that you can attach <laughs> your phone to. You know what I mean? But people are love that sort of stuff. But like you said there, like even like about recording podcasts or that, like a lot of stuff like people didn't want to create video content people didn't want to record podcasts now I think every Tom, Dick and Harry in the street has a podcast yeah podcasts <laughs> are real funny we were talking about that like uh, like podcasts are yeah everyone it's because it's say so easy to, yeah I know it's so easy <laughs> to do one but this one's different no it's so easy to do one right but and I know I've heard I read a thing recently where companies now are setting up their own internal podcasts mm. so if you oh, work, wow really yeah so if you work for Google you can tune into the internal Google podcast and you can have the owner of whatever. The, it's, it, you know, it's like a way to work around all hands meetings or something like that yeah, where yeah. you can get updates from people within the company. And I think so. I, I, that was something I read that people were doing the other day. But it is very, very easy to do a podcast. But what I will say, and I was saying to you before I started, regardless of whether... Now, you can come up with a clever hook if you want. I remember there was a podcast that was really good and two Australian lads. I don't know if you knew it. I can't remember what it's called. They watched Sex and the City 2 every day for a year. Wow. And they would literally (laughs) just sit there and watch it. And every day they had some sort of new opinions or views on what it was about. I mean, that's an interesting hook. But to me, that's two hours of my life I have to give up plus the podcast to do it. So maybe sometimes they didn't bother. They just randomly talked about it because they knew it off by heart. But... I like podcasts regardless of who listens simply because it's a really nice way to have a chat. Yeah. Um, and it's something like, that... To be fair, this is a good example. We hadn't exactly planned what we were going to talk about. No, but sure, it's it's a minute, the minute you're, uh, the mic's on and you're, you're comfortable talking about it. Now, if you asked me to do, like if I was doing like what you guys do, which is like a, a when you're talking just about tech, that requires an element of, of um, it requires an element of research mm. um, and that requires time, commitment. But my podcast in particular is more about ideas and talking. And that's grand. That's just sit down, press record, have a chat, see what happens. And it's fun to do. So it's yeah. almost like a, there's a hobby element to it because I get to have a chat. I get to it. It's a really approachable way to talk to new people or if I'm really interested in some professional and what they do, it's a really easy opening line to say, yeah. hey, do you want to be in the podcast? As opposed to, hey, can I just borrow 40 minutes of your time to randomly pick your brain? Yeah, from my own knowledge, I, the, the really the really beneficial podcasts are where there are crossovers, like you know where you did talk to Carl Mullen, who's got like a massive amount of creator, yeah, creative uh, energy about him. Like and and this like I was talking to yourself about the smartphone filmmaking and all mm. that stuff because even like that, like I I've been trying to understand the likes of TikTok, um, and just talking to you about it, I now have a new understanding of what that offers people in terms of content uh, creation. From from yeah, I I the min- the one thing the the minute. Because when you press record on TikTok and you take your fun- finger off TikTok, it creates an edit point. Yeah, yeah. And the minute I saw that, I was like, this is phenomenal. Because normally, I would record for five seconds, record for five seconds, and cut and those videos together, together yeah. using a third-party app. Sorry, cut, not smush. Smush, well, smush, but, <laughs> but I would do that, 
using a third party app and then you know what I mean so straight away I was like well this saves me time yeah um, unfortunately I just I you know I'm not very funny so coming up <laughs> with videos and that's it's a lot like Twitter I don't Twitter for me is it used to be less now Twitter to me is more like LinkedIn but Twitter used to be Twitter's like Twitter's just where I'm really angry yeah I, I don't know what's happened lately I've gotten so angry on Twitter I'm just I'm militant on Twitter. See, I live in a it's world because of, there's politicians yeah. there. <laughs> so you're in that world. I live in a I live in a very happy version of the internet uh, where anyone I, I I kind of exchange on all platforms is quite polite and nice. It's all very supportive. I'm not really in the kind of a, I never read negative comments. I never see negative comments. It's just not in my premium. Yeah, I'm, I'm start. starting to really believe the whole thing about uh, Twitter bubbles and like you know the algorithm. Oh, yeah. The algorithm puts you into a bubble. Like I, I'm surrounded by. Um, Eco warriors, angry cyclists, and useless politicians. Like that's pretty much. Oh, I'm. A couple I'm of useful politicians too, in case you're listening. But, but yeah, no, I'm. I'm all. I'm. I'm um, excited, enthusiastic filmmakers. Oh wow! That's uh, people great. who make content. Uh, it's all people sharing content. People kind of supporting each other. Hey, I did this. Hey, I did that. Um, but for me, like I'm horribly, horribly dyslexic, and I'm all visual. So Twitter to me was always like, if I'm not funny, I'm not on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And I've tried a few times to be funny on my own personal account or what my. Just twice you said thing. you're not funny, so I'm legally obliged to say you're funny. Yes. <laughs> oh, say it again. Let it wash you over me. You're hilarious. Uh, no, but do you know what I mean. I so I would actively avoid it. So my Twitter bubble is quite a positive one. But yeah. it, to me, it's like LinkedIn because I generally tend to talk to people in the same industry as me. Um, uh, and I, I mean. Case in point, years ago, I had my own personal Twitter account and somebody left me one snide remark and I closed it down and didn't go on Twitter after that for about four years. Wow. Um, and then I went back on out of necessity for the festival because to me, I, I, I couldn't see a value in Twitter. Mm. I see it now because of it took me a long time to build a, a kind of an industry following. But Instagram is where I do most of my work because I'm dealing with creators. It's probably worth like a mention as well of the, the strangest decision Twitter ever make, made was to, to buy Vine and shut it down. Very weird because they did not <laughs> they do didn't any substitute have a clue for that, it. That there, was, that there was a real hunger for a platform like Vine. Exactly, yeah. Um, and that was the weirdest thing because Vine is this weird example of something that you think, like if it had been going, everyone would have, there'd be like, everyone would have had a Vine account yeah. and everyone would be using it. Who knows what it would have done for like content a, creation in terms of how, when it came out and the, the logic behind it. Yeah. And then suddenly it was gone. And now you have TikTok, which I think is a, is a replacement for that, finally. There's a, a new platform launched, I think, last week called Byte. I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think it's actually just myself and yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm on it. I, I'm on it. I, I have a Byte account. I did one video. Byte is supposed to be like Vine. Yeah. Now, I went on it for a minute. I, the interface is really, really basic. Yeah, it, so, it feels like somebody just built a bit of a shit app and went, oh, we're replacing Vine. Yeah, and, and, but with TikTok on the market, Byte doesn't make sense yeah, to me. Yeah, what gap because are they filling? Byte is like you load a six second video and I don't know I haven't really played around I load one I don't know if you can load sections of the video from what I could understand you could just you load just six, six seconds. seconds so you gotta do your editing before you get there yeah which was my understanding of using it now I, that said I only used it for about 10 seconds I loaded up one video to see what it was like but with something like TikTok I don't understand why you'd use Byte mm. because TikTok allows you to be 100 times more creative in the moment plus it has all access to all that music yeah, yeah. Um. so I don't know it's 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 uh. It's a bit random, but the the yeah, well, Byte exists. I'm sure there's been tons of apps out there that have been like. What happened when Byte came out though was kind of what happened for me when TikTok came out. Like, I remember Instagram launching, and like I remember Instagram being when there wasn't that many people on it, and me thinking, "Ah, I'm sure everybody's going to stay on Facebook forever. There's no point in investing time." Yeah. (laughs) And now going shit. (laughs) Well, I thought that's why I look at TikTok and Byte, and I'm like. Like now is the time to strike on TikTok because you know there's ninety thousand Irish users. That's nothing. 
but it's yeah. going to blow up. Now, and 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 it is, the t- and that's the thing. I, I like with every other social media platform, I've always been behind, and I'm arguably still behind with TikTok because I I should have got into TikTok last year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I feel the same way. You, like, you keep. It's funny how stuff filters into into your circle. You keep hearing it after a while. People keep like before TikTok was like TikTok, and I heard some stuff with Bruno Mars. I was like, yeah, whatever. But then gradually, people are talking about it more and more and more, mm. and it's kind of in front of your face. And I had a TikTok account. I opened TikTok years ago like when it first opened I opened TikTok account didn't do anything with it I have an account didn't log in I was just whatever and then I suddenly went back and looked at it and, and maybe at the time I didn't see the value but now I see the value in it and I see the value in trying to get into that world yeah. as quickly as possible bite I don't know uh, again it's bite is so basic compared to TikTok that I'd be like what's the point but I also thought the same thing about Snapchat yeah. and People still, like, uh, every time I'm talking to someone, when I'm teaching kids, every time they're always on Snapchat. Yeah. But I don't use, Sna- I have a Snapchat account. I used it for a bit, but I don't, the reason I don't use it is because it was, I think they've changed a lot now. It was so hard to, it wasn't designed for, from my perspective, it wasn't really designed to, to reach out to anyone but your friends. Yeah. And it was very hard to get people into your orbit. This is actually something, again, I love about TikTok, is that they're very open about you create the content here, but share it wherever the hell you want. Like, you, they, they'll put their little logo it in Instagram, it, you can't, you they're can't. like, straight to Instagram stories, straight to WhatsApp, straight to Twitter, anywhere, and it, it's, it seems to be a nice quality, it seems to, like, it doesn't ruin anything. But, you know, it's funny, just you say that, I did a TikTok video the other day, and I was, I ended up <laughs> doing what I do, I wanted to put on Instagram, I wanted to do a TikTok video, right? And you couldn't, you, 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 I wanted to run music over a section of it, but you couldn't. You have to run music over the entire video. Yeah. So I was like, typical me. I was like, all right, I'll shoot it on TikTok. I'll export it off TikTok. I'll drop it into Kitty Master. I'll find a song. I'll cut the song over the part of the video I want. And then I'll load it onto Instagram and back onto TikTok. Yeah. So I inevitably ended up editing anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just because I think, but I started loading TikTok videos onto my Instagram stories and I get comments and direct messages off them mm. because they're weird. Yeah. And people are like, it, 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 it's they're, or they're weird or they're fun, and that people kind of respond to that. Yeah, I think, like I said earlier, the thing about TikTok, it, it is kind of hand hand holding you through the creative process, where you think, but I'm not a creative person. Well, all you have to do is spend five minutes on TikTok, and all all people are doing is copying each other's ideas or yeah, following or a trend. Which, or, which which who doesn't? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I saw a really funny video, which was you know that Hugo ninety nine seconds, you know the cover of. Uh, the country cover of I got 99 problems but a bitch ain't one you know and it's um, it's by a guy called Hugo I don't think I know it's that. brilliant it's like a cover of that song it's at the end of um, the truly underrated and excellent um, Fright Night you know what Colin I'll Farrell. edit this later on to be where I listen to it and go yeah, yeah I know it well. yeah 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 you, okay long story <laughs> short have you ever seen Fright Night with Colin Farrell the vampire oh, movie. Oh, the terrible vampire movie. Uh, yeah. The very, very good and underappreciated vampire <laughs> movie. It's really, really good. Friday Night's No, I meant so bad it's good. Like, nah, I, man, I, so I have a good. category like anyway, that. Anyway, I, I, it's the song at the end credits of that, but I really saw a funny TikTok video the other day where it's basically just a guy walks up to a crappy car. If you imagine I got 99 problems, he walks up to a crappy car and he tries to open the door and the door has detached from the internal thing. And when he pulls away the front part of the door, there's just a rusty door inside <laughs> and he just puts a thumbs up and that's the end of the video. <laughs> and I thought, that's brilliant. It's inspired because yeah. the, the the choice of the music over what you're looking at is inspired. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then you see people and they plan the stuff out because you can pick the song first if you want or you can add the song on second if you want. But um, I don't know. I just think it's fun. And I think when I went back on Instagram, I was like, Instagram's not really fun anymore. It does. Anymore. It feels so... It's, it's where you put your dinner. It's it's where you put yeah, like... It's, yeah. it's, it's, Instagram for me is like... it's You think about the story. It's literally how my day went. It's what I did. 
mm-hmm. and it, it's a very it's it's a document of what I did. It's not yeah, it's not it, fun or creative. You can you and people are and you can be and and those people are are you can be fun, you can be creative, but yeah, it is very much a document. While TikTok to me is like banter, banter, yeah, banter. <laughs> pure bants, pure bants, uh, and it can be as mental. We're as We're not you showing want. our age here at all. No, yeah, TikTok yeah, top TikTok, bants, yeah. Top. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a great video there. TikTok top, <laughs> TikTok, top bants, some old man like. This. But I saw a bunch of there's a bunch of old people on it, and they're as like, he puts his hat around to the yeah, forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I'm wearing, I'm here, listen, 16. you're wearing you're wearing a hat backwards, and I'm wearing a beanie to hide the fact I've lost my hair. So we should just call this. Two, e- oh, two old people tackle social media. <laughs> it's a Do new podcast. I mean? Yeah, it is. It's all about Bebo. I don't think Bebo's going to take off. We, and Bebo, we have to be married to each other on Bebo. But do you know what? Bebo, right? Just to talk about Bebo. Bebo was a lawless badlands in a way of creativity as well. Bebo really was, was great because Facebook came in and said, you have to have one background. You have to have one template. But I remember Bebo, you could just design whatever you wanted. Same with MySpace, but MySpace was needlessly complicated. But Bebo was, you could design your own background, you could draw on your page, yeah, you could yeah, create quizzes, you could do all this sort of stuff. And in a, in a world that doesn't exist anymore, you could randomly go through people's accounts. Yeah. I remember in college, I'd just be like, what you do today? Oh, I spent six hours <laughs> going through people's accounts on Bebo. Yeah. Just clicking on, clicking on, clicking to find different people. And that was, that was kind of... But still only giving three people who are really important to you love. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was the thing that you would do? And you would give people love on Bebo? Yeah, you had, three, you had three hearts to give every day, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Give wow. Love. You really had to think that through. And I usually remember, you married your best friend. Oh, I, I remember I used to spend a long time creating these elaborate 80s cartoon quizzes that you'd send yeah, out to quizzes, everyone. quizzes, yeah. They were brilliant, though, because it wasn't some generated quiz. It was yeah. a quiz you created yourself. Do you know what I mean? You got the answer. But I remember once when I was in college, some guy, um, someone, one of my friends cloned my account and started messaging all my friends going, I'm the real Rob. And he was like a, a, an Indian guy, but he put in the picture. Do you know what I mean? I'm the real guy. And he had me... I was freaking out. And at the end, it was just my mate. Yeah. Incidentally, this was the same friend, Peter McAvoy, if you ever listened to this, who spent an entire day when I was in primary school convincing me that I'd, he'd save me from a well. The entire day. And then at the very end, I go, maybe? And he goes, you idiot. <laughs> you know, you tell someone, people enough times to start to believe it. He had me believing I'd, he'd save me from a well in some traumatic incident I don't remember. But yeah, um, my, my favorite similar story to that was uh, when I was studying in UL and I, I made the amateur mistake of going away and leaving my computer unlocked. Oh, um, nice. Even the fact I didn't have my own laptop tells about how long ago that was. But uh, yeah, I left my computer unlocked and my Facebook account was open and I went off to, to lunch. So I was gone for like an hour and somebody went in, connect, like posted on my Facebook page saying I'm in the, the basement toilet in the library and there's no toilet paper. Can somebody come help me? And to be fair, two people actually came down looking oh, you, for me. Yeah. I was like, they're true, they're true friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whoever pranked me, Fuck you. Yeah. But to the people who came down, you're true friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sitting there with your three hearts to give out. Yeah. <laughs> You've made it today. But um, I had a MySpace page and I remember MySpace. Remember you could play music at the start of MySpace. When someone yeah. logged onto your page, you could play music. And MySpace was very much you could design your own uh, web page, essentially. Yeah. Um, but that was weird. That was like this weird thing that came out where it was like it's weird that you came out with well, I suppose with most things here's pure creativity guys and then after a while it's like okay no you can't do this you can't yeah. do that you can't do this I suppose Facebook won over because it was a uniform style that people knew what they were I, doing I think we have to take a moment here and appreciate Tom who was Tom? Tom was the founder of, Face- of uh, MySpace he was oh, the yeah. guy who was fr- he, when you joined you were friends with Tom he automatically made himself your friend oh yeah um, So, but what he did is he created MySpace sold it and got out made his money and now he's a photographer who just travels the world brilliant do you like, remember? Didn't want your data. 
didn't want to influence yeah. politics, didn't want to ruin governments around. Just like wanted that. people. He to just wanted to make a bob. But MySpace was inevitably became built around music, wasn't it? If I remember correctly. Yeah, there, were, there, was, there was a lot of bands on it. There was a lot of bands on, there was a lot of, well. bands on yeah. a lot of things. But I um, do you remember Bebo came back briefly? Yeah, it came back as like a an emoji ish. Yeah, you kind could of make your own widget or something, avatar like person. Yeah. Um, and, and you and could it, reaccess all your old photographs, which I immediately downloaded. Yeah, I downloaded them all. Facebook and put them all on Facebook as well. Yeah. Um. But um. Now we're don't all rush over there at once. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now we uh, we uh, we are really getting to old man nostalgia. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember. I back in my day, we yeah. used to download our people pictures yeah. and upload them to Facebook. What's wrong with just an old ball and a stick? <laughs> huh? I used to, to, to chase that tire down a road. And um, here's a word from our sponsors: ball and a stick. Tired of the daily grind? Take a ball and a stick. That's actually what we could probably do after this: is record a ball and a stick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, uh, so I mean, basically, technology has changed, and we're just two old people trying to stay head above water. And and oh, my iPhone ran out of storage. Oh. My 256 gigs <laughs> Let's are talk about gone. iPhones and their limited yeah, storage. Yeah, I'll have to start, I'll have to, well, I paid 256, but I've got too much crap on this. I have to think. Does that mean that you're not recording because you're still recording? I'm just going to go. Um, actually, I have a gadget that you might like. That yeah. it's, that's a lightning connector on that, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, so it's a, a little gadget. I can't even remember what the name of it is, but it's basically, it's like a 500 gigabyte memory stick. Oh, nice. It's got on one end, it's USB, and on the other end, it's lightning connector. And I don't have an iPhone, so. Cool. I will gift that to you. Oh, <laughs> air operation stuff. Well, okay, well, that's over on that. Let me just stop that. Why won't it stop? No. It's probably because it's burning up. Probably, yeah. It's been running for an hour, so. We've been talking for an hour? Yeah. Holy shit. All right, okay, well, we should probably... We should probably stop talking. <laughs> Didn't we have a conversation at the start where we were talking about podcasts that go on for, like, longer than an hour? <laughs> Yeah, so it's now the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, yeah, Two yeah, old yeah, guys yeah, yeah. talk about social which, media. By the way, the Joe Rogan podcast has a podcast about the Joe Rogan I podcast. I saw that. Which I think is nonsense. So meta. <laughs> they have two guys sit down and have a conversation about what other two people had. It Break yeah. down somebody else's conversation. I've, I've only just started getting into the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, and I, I listened to Tom DeLonge of Blink-182 talk about aliens. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. See, what's funny about visual media and podcasts, the Joe Rogan podcast is the only podcast I would put on YouTube and watch. For three hours. But he actually has, uh, I think he's got a very similar attitude to you. And and to be fair, me, because I hate working on content. Yeah. Um, he, he was talking to another guy who has a podcast and he was talking about this thing of like, you know, we just record it and upload it. We don't edit shit because we don't have time for that. Yeah, I don't. And yeah. he was he, like, he was like, like I think does he actually stream the podcast live as he's recording it? I don't. I, I assume that he I, does. I think I think his YouTube goes live and then they just like publish the audio as a podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um. Which is amazing. Like that's that to me is the creative process I want to follow because like so I live in a one bed apartment. Um, the problem for me is I can't have my lights, my green screen. Yeah, uh, it's too much. My tripods all up all the time, or else I won't live in a one bed apartment anymore, and yeah. I'll be on my own back home with my parents. <laughs> um, so, so well, ironically, I would have more space. Yeah, but that's yeah. not the point. I would also be lonely and sad. Maybe. No. <laughs> um, but like you come to a space like this with the Ballyfermer Library and it's all just here and like it's a 10 minute drive yeah. and all you have to do is book the space. So like a space like this, I could see that lending itself to me getting a little bit more creative but beyond that, like that whole idea of like the Joe Rogan podcast or what you're talking about just removing barriers to creativity, like that's what effectively what I think a lot of things are happening with smartphones and stuff like that. It's, we could just create, like it doesn't even matter and well, you look at the likes of TikTok and all this, 
if there's one thing to come out of this podcast, it's just go create. Yeah, well, and that's and that's and that's I, I can't speak for it. I mean, there's an art like filmmaking is a, is, a, is, a, is a, there's an art to it, and there's an art to an edit and edit in a way editing in a way tells a story. But like in terms of like podcasting and stuff like that, like I'd be very much like I only as I said I only make edits if somebody asks me. For the most part, I would just leave it go because. Or if there's a mess up, I might cut out a silence. If it's something, or if I'm doing a Skype one and something goes horribly wrong, I might cut something out. You yeah. know what I mean, but like the Joe Rogan podcast is quite funny because they now we're now we're two people talking about Joe Rogan podcast. But it's like they talk, <laughs> they refer to visual stuff and they don't even bother showing it on the screen when they're talking about it. Yeah. I mean, there's a real like we're just two people having a chat. Um, so like I, I would be a big component of that of just getting it out there and just yeah. doing it like and 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 like for stuff like that like i'm still a big fan of, of if it's filmmaking i still think you know you gotta make edits but then again i was only thinking on the way over in the car i was thinking what happens i, I did i read this somewhere i was thinking of a scary world where you just have ai filmmaking i think they might have made a film already using this where they, they don't got a few little bits like that where they where they basically you have such a library of shot styles and edit shot things yeah. like that over the years that the computer basically uses an algorithm to decide even, what would look like, best and spits I, you back at a movie. That thing I posted recently where you literally, you literally you speak to your laptop for like a half an hour with these 50 different sentences. And oh, yeah. two minutes later, it's able to generate your voice. And I Which was is like, creepy. I was like, holy shit. Because like when I listened back, I was like, yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> but would you use that? I don't think I'd use it. Like if, if, it, if it gets better, but if it gets better, all you actually have to do to record a podcast is like what you said earlier about recording your uh, your teleprompter. Once you record that, you're done. Like because you upload your your SRT file and that will automate your voice over the SRT file. Yeah, which and you're is actually great. Done. But then it's all about how authentic that sounds. Yeah. If, if if it sounds authentic, we're we're done here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. No, but because I remember because people were talking about obviously the ramifications of that where you can have you can record fake audio of people saying things and dumping yeah, online yeah. and saying and you know this old Well the deep fakes of Trump and stuff yeah. like that they're But the, yeah, which but then deep fakes It's hard to know reality is Yeah, well, I mean, are you there? I'm touching his face now. Are you a real thing? It's like it reminds me of I keep thinking, did you ever see hypernormalization? No. The documentary, the Curtis, I can't remember his name, he's a it's on YouTube. You should watch it. But um, it's a BBC uh, Channel Four documentary. But it's like four hours long. But uh, I, I'm going to do it a horrible disservice if I try to explain it. But basically, it was about in Russia they had like a thing called hypernormalization, which was where uh, everything becomes so absurd that it did become essentially a reality. If you know what I mean. Oh yeah. So Trump, they would, yeah, they would a- they, exactly. <laughs> they would ask like I remember they would they would people didn't even know what happiness was to be. Like they interviewed one person who was cleaning buildings, and she she had no con she had literally no concept of what dreams were. Wow. She was just like, I don't understand what that is. Do you know what I mean? To to want something or to yeah, aspire yeah. to something. So, yeah, it's just this weird world where nothing makes sense anymore, and everyone has a podcast or their own television show. It's <laughs> nah, the Truman got, Show. We got, we, got, we got dark and deep right now. <laughs> yeah, but it is. Everyone's got their own TV show or Come on, radio who hasn't show. watched the Truman Show and looked at their partner and been like, you're a fucking actor? <laughs> yeah, my, we, uh, a friend of mine, They uh, another story from the childhood, after the Truman Show, they convinced him that he was on the Truman Show for the entire day until he believed it. They still slag about this today. They're like, we're all actors, man. We're not even your friends. Man, uh, anybody who says that they don't every now and then who've seen the Truman Show think that you know life could be a construct I, I still am not convinced <laughs> there's, there's some days where I'm like 
Yeah, well, this was a good episode. Yeah, but... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a real cliffhanger. You can say that after you have a fight with your girlfriend. Woo. Nice episode cliffhanger. Can't wait to see this episode like, Who are you resolved. talking to? I dug you in know. deep on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Stop winking at me. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's also the best way to get out of an argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. Like, oh, I see. Oh, you're, uh, like, you know, nudging to fake sponsors. I know you've written the next two seasons. Yeah, you can't yeah, go please. anywhere. <laughs> you, I can't die. I'm the star of this show. You dive off a building. Like, yeah. it, it, I, I I could not imagine a world where thought process like that exists would not be so far removed. From yeah, me. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm also partly thinking that the world will get to a place where it'll just become so absurd it'll stop. Yeah. I'd nearly, I'd nearly, a nice, you know, resetting of the clocks to Amish times would almost <laughs> be, uh, would almost be, would be all right. Do you know what I mean? Well, uh, considering these days we're talking about flat earth and stuff like that, I think, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting close. Yeah, we're, yeah, but then again, you know Today I mean? on the Conspiracy these, Podcast. Yeah, yeah, geez, we've gone from old, you know, we're really old man territory. <laughs> Remember Vivo to flat earth. But then again, the only difference between those is those flat earthers always existed. It's just they have a platform to yeah, speak out loud. Same which is every, the dangers of it all. Everything always existed. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, but the flat earth thing is hilarious. But then again, what if they're right? <laughs> I don't want to rely I was flying back from uh, Germany over the Christmas and I was listening to a conspiracy podcast about flat earth and looking at the plane as the sun was setting I could see no curve <laughs> 30,000 feet like, I was like holy shit <laughs> wait a minute maybe uh, I don't know I'm not receptive to conspiracies everybody part of yeah part of me thinks I was I was because I follow a lot of election stuff in the US I think part of me thinks I should just disconnect from yeah. that sort of I'd stuff. love to live off the land for a while. Yeah, just I like I was planning on I have you done a dig- digital detox? No, actually. I know John wrote about it. I'm not sure if he did one or not, but uh, I'm trying a couple of things in my life this year. Um I'm trying to set myself teams off yeah. uh, advice off a friend. Uh she said she did a year where every month she had a team. So January was supposed to be a healthy month in terms of going to the gym, but I've I got sick that. so I couldn't yeah. do that. Um February is going to be one of the weeks in February I'm going to try and do a zero waste week. Um, oh nice where I try and generate as little waste as possible it's not like quitting smoking it's yeah. uh, like it's not like you have to stop smoking like it's it's you have to just stop try, you try to stop creating waste yeah uh, so it's little things instead of buying a coffee cu- coffee in a disposable cup Use a you buy your, your keep cup. cup and all that it's kind of stuff it's not a bad idea um, so all the teams are going to try this year um, one of them will be maybe video a day or something like that um, yeah that'd be like yeah because that's way easier than setting yourself resolutions in the sense that I'm going to do this but in dear it's way easier just to pick a simple thing and kind of strive for it. and that's a goal that you get done in four weeks time and you move on to something else yeah so maybe I'll add it as, a, as, a, as one of my teams yeah I don't know it's it's um, I might do I was thinking about doing it because I spend an awful lot of it, like I, I if I'm not on my phone I'm talking about phones I'm using phones yeah so I'm, I'm just forever so so I, I was thinking of um, I know you can I wasn't thinking of like paying I know you can do like a digital detox or whatever but I was thinking of just kind of this, we should do a digital detox, right? Yeah. But we should Instagram the whole time so that people know <laughs> what's going on. Right? Yeah, 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 it is problematic when you run two brands that are heavily involved in tech to do a tech detox. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unless yeah, unless you want to use a like a well, no, I mean, you, I, it'd be interesting to do like it with a camera, bring a camera with you, a video yeah, camera, yeah. and record it. Because like, I, I want to delete my Facebook, but I can't because I got to run the Goose.ie Facebook page and I need a, a base account. So I want to delete my personal Facebook account. Why don't you want to have a personal Facebook account? Oh, it's Facebook. It's, they're just horrible. <laughs> yeah, they are horrible. I mean, I feel I find myself drifting actually, away just, from just, it a lot just more. Just this like... morning, I saw Stephen King on Twitter um, was talking about he's deleting his Facebook account because of all the corrupt advertising going on in the American elections and stuff like that. Yeah, which is fair enough. I don't... I, I, Facebook, it's so funny. Facebook used to be... It used to go Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mm. And now it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. 
Like uh, that, I oh, never I, log into Facebook. I've I'm got always no logged. Then they can't. Yeah, I'm. I'm always on it. Uh, I'm always in. I never use my personal one. Yeah. Um, rarely ever do I, unless someone shares a photo with me and I think it. But I use the festival one. But um, I, I, it's weird. It's the logic. And then LinkedIn is the last thing I use. But I'm gonna. That's gonna change now because I'm trying to get more into LinkedIn because yeah, yeah. there's a real that value. LinkedIn, LinkedIn usage generally spikes when you're sick of your job. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> but LinkedIn is a great way to 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 especially if you're in business. A great way. Yeah, well, B to business is, owners. Yeah, yeah I, which is not something I'm so used to talking to filmmakers mm. and things like that. That it's not a tool that I'm 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 utilizing correctly. But yeah, no Facebook. I'm I I mean what the dem- there's no one. There's no one really on Facebook anymore under the age of 25. Yeah. Uh, everybody poured it onto Instagram and inevitably onto TikTok when everyone from Facebook moves onto Instagram and Instagram becomes horribly uncool. Yeah, so I guess if, if listeners are wondering what they're going to do off the back of this episode, I guess it's download TikTok. Download TikTok, <laughs> delete your Facebook, reminisce Bebo, and preferably try and have an Amish-style lifestyle where you live off the land. Yeah, and destroy all your globes in your house. All exactly. Fake. And and, and, and <laughs> really rethink the... the yeah, the... the, the the curvature of the earth thing. Because, I mean, now that you've said it, I've been on planes. You know, traveling around the world, you could fall off. Be careful. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And yeah, because safety message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, be careful. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, this has been great chat. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm, cool. I'm glad we finally sat down and yeah. talked to each other. No, it's good. And we <laughs> can put together. I don't know what we're going to title it because we really covered a lot of bases. But uh, <laughs> yeah. This is probably one of the broadest podcasts of all time. And you know what? I there like... wasn't something that happened that like, was really big in tech this week that we should have talked about. Was there? Other than double, double take, double which take. we never yeah. talked we about. Never talked we about referred that. to and never talked yeah, about okay. it, which is gone. Yeah, Google, Google double take. <laughs> Essentially, double take is a game. I'll just cover it very quickly. So Sponsored we'll... by double take. Yeah, double take is from Filmic Pro and we've actually shot uh, most of this on it before it ran out of bet, uh, space but Double Take I think is a game changer uh, they've been talking about it for a while and for anyone who doesn't know what Double Take is it allows you to if you're um, I can't remember definitely if you're an iPhone 11 user I can't remember There's a, it's a couple another high end model but you're able to utilize it's just iOS though right? at the moment yes yeah. I believe I, I could be wrong on that um, but the, it allows you to use uh, utilize two lenses on your camera simultaneously so if you're you're able to shoot split screen, if we're doing this interview now as we did, I, you can I can use my selfie camera to record me, and I can record you at the same time. And the options it gives you, it gives you an ability to be able to either create a split screen file, uh, you can have a picture in picture file, or which a real game changer is, you can have a discrete mode, so it'll actually shoot two separate strands of audio, video at once. And why I think that's relevant for filmmaking in particular, or even for documentary making, is normally I would film a I say a wide shot and then a close-up uh, and now I can do them simultaneously. Oh, okay. So it doesn't have to just be like front and back. You can have... No, you can do wide, you can do ultra wide and you can do a wide. So it can be whatever four, you can swap between the four lenses and you can activate two at once. I presume the really cool one there would be like ultra wide and telephoto because you could have the telephoto in on someone's face. Yeah. And the ultra and then the wide is the entire the room. Context and... But for me, like I'm going to use it next week for, for work, but, the, the, but normally if I was in, like I would record you in this room and then I would move the camera forward and I would get you or move it to the side or something yeah. and I get you to repeat everything. Um, and where I really struggle with that is I have to, sometimes with the interviews that I do, it's kind of ad-libbed. So they never repeat themselves the same way twice, which becomes kind of difficult to record the audio and it becomes difficult to drop the audio track over the video because they say different words. Yeah. So now I'm able to do it simultaneously. So that saves me a setup and it saves me time. Yeah. Um, so that's there's value to that. Again, more process is gone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All of a sudden, everything's more streamlined yeah. for me, which I think is a, is 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 going to be uh, brilliant. 
Awesome. But well, that was... what we might do is uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm going to ask you to maybe review that <laughs> for Goose.ie. <laughs> what, Double Take? Yeah. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, totally. I will. Um, I will. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it on Tuesday. Yeah. So cool. I'll let you know. I'll give you a full review. I mean, obviously, we used it today, but I haven't got a chance to actually shoot the two separate strands of sure, yeah. video and, and, and edit them together. So I'm interested in that prospect. Cool, awesome. Sounds cool. great. Uh, yep. More more processes removed from filmmaking. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, thanks for talking to me today, Rob. That cool. was fantastic. Cheers, um, man. We, as like you said, we covered quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I would say to our listeners as well, if you're if you're in the Dublin area and you're interested in kind of learning how some video making, uh, definitely check out Rob's website, uh, Dublin Smartphone Film Festival dot com. Yes, it's a very worthy title. We have uh, a couple of classes coming up. Um, oh yeah, well. give that a shout out. That's what podcasts do. Well, yeah, we'll be <laughs> we classes coming up uh, at the end of it. Essentially, at the end of each month, really. There's one at the end of January and one at the end of February. Cool. Our, and where can our, people find out more about those? Uh, on our website and on our social media, dubsmartff.com, which originally was what I was going to call the entire thing. And somebody laughed at me and said, that's a stupid name. And I was like, <laughs> cool, but Dublin Smartphone Film Festival is really fucking long. Uh, so dubsmartff, which um, thing. And then we have in the submissions for that open in March and we have uh, some brand new surprises for the festival. Oh. Uh, which I'm not going to get into now in terms of sponsorship and in terms of scale. So... Um, it's I actually that's watching. really exciting because I literally had that feeling of oh we're not going to find out but then I also realised I can just turn off the mics in a minute and ask yeah you. I know I'll tell, I'm totally going to tell you in about two seconds I'm gonna, you're going to give you one of my Bebo hearts and then I'm going to create a quiz and you're going to have to guess what it is no I'll tell you after thing, but you'll, at the start of March we should have updated I'm in the middle of updating websites cool. and everything like that now so yeah, I think like between the likes of what you're doing with Dublin Smartphone Film Festival, um, and if you go, if guys, if you give uh, Rob a follow on the festival follow, you get to see some great content and what people can make with their mobile phones. Um, the really cool thing as well, I guess, is because where we're recording today is the Bally Firm at Library. I guess a lot of people would never like a lot of people like myself. Like I've I've studied uh, English and history in college. Like I I understand how important books are and library memberships are. Um, but I think a lot of people have kind of lost their love for libraries a little oh, bit. Oh, and this is definitely one way to get you back uh, in. Like, I just signed back up to join. I, have a, I now have a library card. because <laughs> I, I would sign up here yeah. to use it. Just I drive all the way over here to use it. Yeah. I'm assuming at some stage every library will have it. Yeah, so they the guys were telling us last time we were here that they, they basically got budget to do projects like this. So I think on Pierce Street, they actually they lend out musical instruments. Oh, class. Um, so here they've built two music studios, or two studios with like loads of filmmaking equipment, loads of audio equipment. You, they, you come in, you're, you're, you're self-service, self-service, you log on to their computers, and yeah. all you need is a library card. Like it's, it's, it's a ridiculously cool setup to have. Like the, I'm looking here at a Rode mic, and God knows how much this costs. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and all the lighting and everything, and it's just brilliant. You could come in here once a week, and you could make your own t- yeah. uh, TV show. Yeah, like so... What I'd say is go follow Rob, uh, get on TikTok, and then come into the Bally Firm at Library. There, there's yeah. three strong CTAs off the back of a podcast right there. And also, I'm old school, so if you actually want to just follow me physically down the street, <laughs> I'd appreciate that human element to it. Do yeah, because you, know you can now also shoot front and back, so you can yeah. actually see people behind you. You has a wrong worry. And you know what? I'm tired of smashing the, the, the subscribe button. I want someone <laughs> to come up and punch me in the arm and say, I'm with you, pal. I am going to get you a subscribe hat. Yeah, I'll be brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> Hit yeah. that subscribe button. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll get a subscribe tattoo on my face. Hit that subscribe <laughs> button. And uh, worth it. Anyway, thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, bye, bye.